Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit and can get you murdered. The podcast that reminds you that everything you ever wanted in this life can end up in a huge fucking dumpster fire. Ooh. Uh, I am Aaron Black. With me, as always, we have Nick Control Freak Luna. Hey, 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 hey. And we are super stoked about this next guest. She's a hilarious comic, uh, just tearing it up in the NYC scene, uh, Ashley Hamilton. What's up? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so um, this case tonight is a fucking doozy. Whoa. It has a bit of everything. Uh, catfishing, CIA, virgins, adults <laughs> adults operating on a fourth grade level. You know, everything. And Nancy Grace is on the case. And Nancy Grace is on the case. So you could, uh, you know, really get some... Um, Righteous indignation. Yeah. With that, um, catfishing hasn't that happened to all of us at one point? Never. Never. I don't, I don't think it has happened to me. Okay, but you have like gone on dates where you were like looking at the dude and you were like, "You are not the guy I thought I was talking to." Um, I've seen where they like it's like definitely the same guy, but they really photograph better. <laughs> Okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, and yeah. by that I mean and, taller. <laughs> and like skinnier. Yeah. And, you know, because I feel like, yeah. I feel bad for like some of my Tinder dates because my uh, like pictures are from all over the place. So one's like from when I was like 20 years old. And they're like, you're not that guy. 20 years old, Nick? <laughs> you gotta change your pictures. I yeah. know, I know, I yeah, know. Yeah. I don't when, have good pictures when, of When you said that thing about the guy that was... Um, Supposed to be taller and skinnier. We, did you go on a date with Nick Luna? Yes. All right. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Now go? it comes out. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, come back to me, dear listeners, to January 31st, 2012, in a rural town of Mountain City, Tennessee. Mountain City. Mountain City, where a young couple was found murdered in their homes. Home. 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 Just one home. Yeah, just one house. Just one home. They were engaged. They, they were engaged. The they, young, were, they were like hella engaged. Super engaged. You can be more engaged. Um, and uh, the male was lying on his bed with a bullet in his head and his throat slashed. His fiance was also shot in the head in the couple's nursery. And in her arms was her infant baby, seven months old, covered in blood, but alive. That is, like, fucking terrifying. Do you no. think the baby would remember this? Probably. Yeah, well. no. He's, I mean, if I don't know if, if you're a Dexter fan, but this is Dexter. That's how Dexter starts. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, his mom gets murdered while he's holding, while she's holding him? She, he's covering in blood. I don't know where... I think the mom wasn't holding her because she was in pieces, but he was... So his mom got chopped up and he was in the room? Yeah. Yeah, and he was like a little baby. A little okay, baby. Okay, so you think this baby is going to become Dexter? I mean, if Showtime has anything to say about it, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But, um, so who could have done such a heinous act? Like, this is uh, unimaginably awful. Uh, well, we are going to start with an unlikely person. Her name is Janelle Potter. Janelle Potter. Janelle Potter was, uh, grew up very sheltered. And when I say sheltered, I mean really, really sheltered. Like really fucking ass backward sheltered. Yes. Her parents were, uh, overprotective doesn't even describe it. Like they were a crazy, um, just they insulated her from the beginning. They were very uh, God fearing. Yeah, yeah, like I, I, when we were talking earlier about this case, you brought up a good point that the mom is like the mom from Carrie. Yes. Spot yeah. on. Yeah, like like Carrie wouldn't have been able to like you know start that prom fire if her mom wasn't a super huge cunt, and <laughs> and it's the same thing with Janelle. Like Janelle yeah. wouldn't have. Uh, I don't want to give too much away yet, but Janelle wouldn't have done what she'd done if her mom wasn't a fucking crazy person. A real stone-faced bitch, I yeah. would say. Yeah. She never really cracked. We, we, it's true. Yeah. Um, she, she does not feel sorry about anything. Yeah, it, no. Yeah. We do not like Barbara she, Potter. She's going to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bar- so, so the parents' name are, it's, it's Buddy Potter and Barbara Potter. 
Buddy Potter was a former Marine who served in Vietnam. He claimed, and I'll get back to that a little bit later, but uh, he also said that he worked with the CIA. Uh, mm, nefarious. Okay, we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, maybe some uh, clandestine uh, canoodling. Canoodling, quite possibly. <laughs> um, now, Janelle had an IQ of 72, which means she basically operated on a fourth grade level. She may be operating on a fourth grade level, but she's got a PhD in manipulation. Still smarter than Andy Warhol, though. What? What's, what's your deal with Andy Warhol? No, I mean, like, he had a really low IQ. Really? Yeah, an art history teacher told me that once. Oh. He had, like, an IQ of 60. I don't think uh, he was like, no, 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 he, no, no, he died he, of cancer. Oh. But, um, I don't believe that at all. He's a uh, genius. Art, Have you seen his works? An art history teacher told me that. He I had soup. to trust her on that one. Maybe yeah. it was because she was like... I love soup. <laughs> you know what? Fuck your art history teacher. I like, kind of had a thing for her, so easy. No. Yeah, I could. I will not. Her. I will not back Don't off. Slander her on this podcast. She could be listening, and she could be ready to go on a Tinder date with Nick Luna. I don't care. Like, have you seen the Campbells thing? It's awesome. Yeah. I don't. I do not believe that he couldn't have been. He. He's. He's like an artistic genius in in my mind. Autistic or artistic? Artistic. <laughs> um, Maybe like I'm, an idiot savant. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> little disclaimer. I'm going to be pronouncing a lot of things not right on this <laughs> podcast. But uh, um, the way Janelle was described was um, she she had trouble with social inflections. Okay. So if you said to her, I'm going to whip your tail... She would take that literally. She would go, I don't have a tail. How are you going to whip a tail if I don't have it? You know, stuff like that. So she was like Rain Man, except you didn't want to bring her to Vegas because she would just get you arrested. Okay. Uh, Wait, did you already say that she was like a sickly kid? No, I didn't. Are you going to get to that? Go for it. No, no. Well, we were talking about that, how she was like a sickly kid. And then now you're talking about how she like didn't understand inflection or personal interaction but I wonder if maybe it was just because she was like had such a weird sheltered like maybe it wasn't anything medical she just like got like sick a lot as a kid and then her parents just like kept her inside and didn't let her socialize really and so then she just like developed these social problems it wasn't like any sort of I I could buy that I could totally buy that I could buy that and I will double down on that and I know you won't agree with me Aaron but I feel like she was being like Munchausen you don't you don't understand what that means, Nick. Okay, but your version of it, I buy. It just wasn't called Munchausen. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, I, I get what you're saying, and you're totally right. But Munchausen is like when a mom uh, pretends like her kid is sick to get sympathy. That's not what was happening. She, you, you think but, that but, she was like, what's it, Grey Gardens in her? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where it was like, where you like just like tell the kid they're sick so they like rely on you harder? Yep. Yeah, that. Okay. That. What'd and so say? then if they were doing that and also it was just like one of those, like, you know, those like weird homeschooled kids where you like meet them later in life after they've like become a real person, but they still have all these like weird tics. Like they don't understand sarcasm and they don't get certain things because they just like didn't socialize normally or like get to watch friends. <laughs> <laughs> they like don't know, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. maybe that was her thing. No, I, that makes a 100% That's what I think. a lot of sense. At 30 years old, in 2012, she never moved out of her parents' house. She never had a job. She never drove a car. Uh, and? And she was a, a, a virgin. She still had her V-card. V supposedly. Not supposedly. No. She, <laughs> she wasn't told everything. She did was did you, did you see that documentary, Nick? She had her V-card. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, it's by her shirt. And uh, so... Um, Basically, what happened was the internet became her only social circle, right? So she was on MySpace, Facebook, and she had this weird habit of making Facebook friends and then basically harassing them. And then um, and then they would, like, unfriend her. Like, she, she would do this all the time. She would get, like, too, uh, too involved, and people were like, this is Facebook, bro. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> They're like, simmer down. Yeah. Now, Barbara, Barbara Potter, her Bar- mother, mm-hmm. 
was described as obsessive compulsive and paranoid. So if anyone disagreed with her, she would automatically think that that person wanted her dead. And this really rubbed off on Janelle. How so? Well, I, yes. <laughs> with, with the way she interacted online. Okay. Yeah. So when she would get in fights, she'd think that the people were going to try and kill her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so she was, She really wasn't very good at... Um, she was okay at uh, making friendships, not very good at maintaining them. Makes sense, considering she fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh... Truth. <laughs> a woman named Tracy Greenwell. A uh, real mensch. A real mensch. Uh, met her in a pharmacy one day. Felt sorry for uh, Janelle and um, wanted and tried to be her friend, basically. Mm-hmm. Tracy's brother was a, a guy named Billy Payne. Billy Payne. Billy Payne. It's a good name. It's too bad he lived in such a stupid town. He could have been famous. Yeah. I know, right? Like a, he could have been the next um, uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Oh, I was gonna say whoever wrote the song "Achy Breaky Heart." Oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He could have been that guy. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he would have had the skills to be a Billy Zane. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had a cameo in Zoolander. That's all I'm saying. Well, okay, Billy Ray Cyrus. This is super off topic, but check this out. He was part of uh, the Fraternal Order of Eagles that put what? in all the uh, Ten Commandment monuments uh, in the 1950s as a promotion for the Ten Commandments film. And uh, the uh, uh, Fraternal Order of Eagles invented Mother's Day. You're right, Nick. That is very off topic. Super <laughs> <laughs> random. Found that out the other day. Billy Ray Cyrus was alive in the 1950s? No, no, no. He was part of like this club. Uh, a bunch of presidents were part of it too, like uh, JFK. Oh, like like skulls and bones. Yeah, basically, it's like like, like the white Illuminati. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Illuminati. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like that scene in a, a Good Shepherd where like they have to wrestle naked and somebody pisses on them. Just like that, exactly. Only with like Ten Commandment monuments. Right on. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so um, <laughs> Janelle starts. Uh, having a real big crush on Billy to the point of infatuation, yeah. right? Uh, around this time, Tracy, who, like Nick said, is a real mensch, wanted Janelle to have some sort of romantic relationship. So she introduces him to a man named Jamie Curd. Jamie Curd, man, in the house. Jamie Curd. Jamie Curd liked to wear sunglasses indoors. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he, liked, he liked to make the peace sign unironically in, you know, late 2010s. Uh, hadn't quite gone away yet at that point. Really? People, I think people were saying yeah. peace signs. All right. But yeah, but they were like hipsters doing it like, oh, look at me. I'm like back in the 90s. No, the Spice Girls were doing it. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Were, were, yeah. the, were the Spice Girls still around at that point? Because I know they're back now. Um, I think they were around until probably like 2005. Yeah. Okay. 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 I thought it was just like um, sporty. Who, who? No, they all did. They all did peace signs. Go they all power. did. Po- oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Aaron. Who was your favorite Spice Girl? Sporty. Really? Yeah, I had a thing for uh, girls in um, uh, sports bras. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ashley? Your favorite? I love sporty spice too. Yeah. I was a ginger spice person myself. Interesting. I feel like there's been a real ginger spice resurrection in the last couple of years. I think that when I was growing up, no one gave a fuck about ginger spice, and she's like the real Miranda Hobbs of like <laughs> the Spice Girls. You know what I mean? Like no one cared about her when it was like around, but now everyone's like ginger's the best. And it's like okay, well this is new. I don't know what you mean because I don't know what who Miranda Hobbs is from Sex and the City. Oh. Yeah, she's running for governor. She's a politician now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nixon. She's yeah. running for the... She's like the next um, uh, Kevin Spacey from House of Cards. Yeah. Minus no, the whole... She's never touched kids, supposedly. Yeah. Oh, she's touched a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah, but not in the way... Uh, you... Kevin Spacey has. Okay, yeah. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> so, so uh, Jamie Curd was basically a... Uh, oddball like Janelle at 38 he never had a girlfriend bummer 
So <laughs> harsh. Yeah, James, long time. Yeah, it's it's a while, and uh, I would be pretty depressed. And if you're not depressed, then you have an IQ of seventy two. So Jamie and Janelle hit it off, and uh, uh, Jamie, th- this is interest. This is going to be um, interesting later. But Billy, Jamie was Billy Payne's cousin. Mm-hmm. And considered Billy Payne a really good friend. The Potters, uh, Barbara and Buddy, did not like Jamie Curd. They thought that uh, Janelle was too good for Jamie. And they had to keep the relationship a secret. And uh, Jamie actually bought her a phone. Bought Janelle a phone. And I, I think he like threw it in the bushes and she picked it up and that's how, and that was like the extent of their relationship. They never fucked. Not once. Uh, there was a couple selfies of them where Janelle was giving him a, a smooch, smooch on but, the cheek. But, a big old smooch. And, and to them that was like a home run. But that was about it. Yeah, I mean you gotta like pick your battles, man. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like Jamie would just like, you know what, um, this is as good as it's going to get. So, um, <laughs> uh, while Janelle and Jamie became more serious, uh, Janelle still had feelings for Billy Payne. Mm. He's, he's a, he's a skinny dude with a goatee. Yeah. I, I was going to say he's a good looking dude, but I just, you know, I, I don't mean to speak. Poorly, he was but, he was good looking for like Appalachia. Yeah, <laughs> I tell That's you what, fair. man, and you know, un- uh, unfortunately, he he's he got murdered, but he looked like a cool guy. He was like, mm-hmm. and and not only that, but he, he he took this girl who was who clearly needed help under his wing, like Billy Payne was a was a stand up guy. He was a fucking mensch too, man. Yeah, everyone's yeah. looking out for fucking Janelle except Janelle. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, well, Janelle is looking out for Janelle, but just in a real ass-backwards, murderous way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Billy Payne, uh, around this time, meets a, a young woman named Billie Jean Hayworth. A lot of Billies. They're, like, almost everyone's name in this story with the exception... Whoa, check this out. So, we got, uh, Billy Payne, Billy Billie Jean. Billie Jean, we got, uh, Buddy, Barbara, and then we got Janelle... And Jamie. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. So all their names start with one or two different letters. It's like four B's and two J's. Two J's, yes. Two J's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good job, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So uh, uh, around this time, Billy Payne meets Billy Jean Hayworth. And uh, like most things do in the Southeast, uh, shit goes off quickly. <laughs> He knocks her up almost immediately, I think, and uh, they get engaged. And around the time of the engagement, excuse me, around the time of the engagement, Janelle starts getting harassed on Facebook with comments like, you're ugly, kill yourself, and threats of being raped. So, not cool. Not cool. She immediately points the finger at Billy Jean Hayworth who was Billy's fiance and baby mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle starts firing back. She starts calling the cops. Uh, there's this weird-ass scene in the documentary where there's a rock. Oh, yeah, and that on, was weird. Very weird. <laughs> and on the rock, it says, Billy, it, written in a Sharpie, it says, Billy Payne, Billy Jean, and I'm your Huckleberry. Who knows what the fuck that means? It wasn't thrown through a window or anything. It was just on the lawn. She called the cops for a rock on her lawn. Seems like a pretty crazy rock, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how will we solve this mystery? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, we, we better get the uh, CIA involved. Well. Sure. Yeah. Um, Janelle and Barbara apparently would follow Billie Jean around and threaten her. And call her an unfit mother. However, later the Potters would later deny harassing Billie Jean. The only thing uh, they would say is that uh, Barbara says that the only thing they ever wrote was them saying stop harassing Janelle. 
Yeah, but this is coming from, you know, Barbara. No, no, no. And we all know Yeah. Barbara is nefariously yeah. nefarious. For those of you just turning in, Barbara is a stupid-ass cunt and very manipulative. <laughs> Easy. Why? It, it, it's, I'm not saying it, but I'm not just using that word willy-nilly. I know, I know. Yeah, she was nefarious. Yeah. Okay. Okay, all right. I'm making I'm making Nick uncomfortable. I'll stop using the c word. Yeah, I mean, you know. Oh, cunt. Yeah. What well, I mean, if I it, thought you were freaking out the word nefarious. No, no, it was. We've the had this problem Tuesday. before, but like I'm just thinking if if call a spade a spade, you know? Yeah, it's true. That's racist. God damn it, Nick! All right, okay, all right. Uh, so um, during this whole feud. Jamie Curd takes the side of Janelle uh, because he didn't want to lose the one girlfriend he had, which, uh, as screwed up as this whole situation is, you I always take your girl's side. I get it. Yeah, I get always. It. You always take your girl's side. If I'm 38, which hap- it was going to no, happen. No, always. It doesn't matter how old and virginal you are. You always take your girl's side. <laughs> yeah, I- I'll agree with that. I do not. <laughs> I think you should take the side of what's not going to get you accused of murder. Nothing will get you accused of murder if you don't do a murder. Okay, wow. I, I would. Okay, so so I'm, I'll take the side of that doesn't draw me into murdering somebody. Okay, so Tuesday, January thirty first, two thousand twelve. A family friend discovers the bodies of Billy Payne. And Billy Jane Hayworth. 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 While checking her mail, Billy Payne's body was lying on top of the bed, mm-hmm. clothed in only shorts, had a gunshot wound uh, right below the left eye, and he had his neck cut. Mm. Um, Billy Jean, Billy Jean's body was found in the nursery where the baby was. She had a single gunshot wound to her head, and her seven-month-old baby, Tyler, was still alive in her arms. The baby was covered in blood. Which is still terrifying. Question. Yes. Why was the neighbor checking her mail and looking into the bedroom of her neighbors? Yeah. Oh, no. Let me go first. I got it. Yeah, you got it? Okay. Because it's uh, Tennessee. Well, well, also, uh, the neighbor noticed that the back door was open. Oh. So they went to like go. So the neighbor was in their backyard uninvited. Yeah, because it's Tennessee. So Aaron, you're right. <laughs> I'm just going to say this neighbor should be arrested for trespassing. <laughs> I just want to um, say to anybody in Tennessee, I love your state. It's beautiful. The Smokies are amazing. No, that's not true. Unless you live in Nashville, you're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, Knoxville is fucking awesome. Have you ever been to Knoxville? Um, I think so. Okay, alright. You, you make quite a compelling argument. <laughs> and and what makes what's made Nashville so so awesome? Um, it's just like a like a real city. I love Nashville. Like one of my best friends lives uh in Nashville. Shout out, Steve Primo. Boom. Well, I think I think Knoxville is the shit. Okay. It's the only place only city I've been in, in Tennessee, but I liked it. Okay. Uh, Memphis is good too, right? Oh, Memphis is okay. Graceland. But, yeah, actually, my dad got arrested at Graceland one time. Oh yeah. Well, whoa, now, wait, wait, wait. Now you have to. Now tell you us. have to tell us that story. Um, oh, he was just like breaking and entering. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you have to tell us more. <laughs> he just like went to college in Nashville. Okay. Was like a drunk idiot. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, fair enough. I want some. In the '80s, everybody's breaking and entering at Graceland. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you did. It, it breaking and entering was like the Facebook of the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> I once got caught peeing in public in upstate New York. Damn. And the cops came, and then they proceeded to laugh at me for about five minutes. And then they let me go. Where in upstate New York? Uh, this was in Canton, New York, which is right oh. by the Adirondacks. I was going to guess, because I went to Syracuse, and oh, cool. people just pee everywhere in Syracuse. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I can't believe they would arrest someone for peeing in public, because I've just seen every sorority girl in yeah. the town. Just mm-hmm. like, 
Like, I just remember seeing people just, like, literally, like, in the space between the sidewalk and the road, not even the space between, like, the sidewalk and houses where it's, like, kind of in a bush. They would yeah. just, like, stop and pull over and pee. Right, yeah. So, upstate New York is full of pee. Full of pee. And, um... Tennessee sucks and upstate New York is all pee. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. That's that's why we live in Brooklyn. Yeah, there's no pee. No pee. No pee, no pee at all in Brooklyn. It's crazy. Everything is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> there's no, like, cigarette butts or dog poop. It's all just... Um, clean. Yeah, all just clean. That's it's what like, they say about Brooklyn. They say it's notably crisp. I, I remember <laughs> walking around here, and, and for a second, I thought I was walking around Disneyland the yeah. whole time. Yeah, with all the guided walking tours of graffiti. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Um, and we're back. And we're back. The um, <laughs> the investigation. There was not a lot of physical evidence, but uh, within about twenty four hours, they had a lead because Barbara Potter and Janelle couldn't keep their fucking mouth shut about uh, how much they hated Billy Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth. Rut row. So um, basically, within days of the murder. The police came to the Potter's house and interviewed them. And while denying that they had anything to do with the murders, they made it no secret that they fucking hated them. The victims. <laughs> That's a good way to go. Yeah. Speak ill of the dead. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how uh, God feels about that one. Um, Barbara. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Barbara, you know, playing her standard Barbara card over here. Well, you know. She's one of those uh, Christians where, like, you, she says stuff, and then you're like, do you know what Christianity means? Or being righteous? Um, she doesn't. She does not. Yeah. Yeah, she's not woke. Yeah, she's like, uh, same, same people who think uh, you could send your um, gay child to camp and they could just do a 180. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> uh, Janelle even said that they harassed her and even threatened to rape her. Uh, Janelle told the police that they were harassing her <laughs> because she was too pretty. That makes sense. She yeah. was beautiful. <laughs> she was a bombshell. Oh, man. Um, and not I just in the where way. they lived that Billy Jean and and Janelle and the third sis the Billy Billy Ray Billy Payne sister Tracy Tracy mm-hmm. Tracy Billy Jean and Janelle were the only women between the ages of twenty four and thirty six in Appalachia. I, uh, I, yeah, they were like in Appalachian 10. I mean, I don't have any <laughs> stats in front of me, but uh, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. I just think that she like felt beautiful because she was like not legally a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Um, Billie Jean was a looker. Billie, Billie uh, Jean Hayworth. Yeah, I mean, she was cute. She was more than cute. She was, she was good looking. All right, all right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I thought so, at least. Uh, Billy brought in... <clears throat> and, Pardon, sorry, one second. <clears throat> okay. Okay, good. we're good? Mm-hmm. Uh, the police ended up bringing in Jamie Curd about six days after the murder because she's Janelle's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He takes a polygraph test and fails it. Horribly. Uh, horribly. And the results indicate that he lied about knowing the identity of the killer. Um, vis-a-vis, he knows the identity of the killer. Yeah. Hey, uh, you remember that Mr. Show sketch with the lie detector? No. Okay. Well, moving on. Uh, go for it. Well, anyway, it's like uh, this guy's like doing a lie detector test and they ask him all these insane questions and it's not like reading as if he's lying Mm -hmm. you know and like basically in the climax of the sketch it's like have you ever derailed a train or eaten a train piece by piece after you derailed it with your penis (laughs) and he was like yes 
And they're like, what? And they're like, oh, this thing's broken. Anyway, yeah. uh, you know what? Onua, edit that whole thing out. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my favorite uh, Mr. Show sketches is the one where a guy comes in from Harvard Law School and he's like, he's like, you are number one in, in your class in Harvard Law School. And he's like, yes, I am. He's like, uh, we would love to get a blowjob. And he's like, I'm number one. And he's like, yeah. He's like, number one in law. Should be a great blowjob then. <laughs> anyway. That is a good sketch. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, what's your favorite Mr. Show sketch? I never seen that. Okay. Uh, you might like it. Uh, in my uh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. This might get edited out. But there's like two different camps of people in like the best sketch comedy show from the '90s. Uh-huh. The state. The well, state, hands down. No, no, no. You're a state guy. I'm Mr. Show. Like, Mr. Show is hands down, like, the best sketch comedy. Bullshit. I, <laughs> I, have no I like Mr. Show, but the state was genius. Uh, all right. Agree to disagree. All right. Yeah, yeah we talk yeah. about this a lot, actually. <laughs> all right. So, anyway. Um, uh, so, while the police are investigating, while the police are, are questioning Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie asks a question. This is about a couple hours, like four, four, six hours into the interview. Is the CIA there? Is the CIA here? Yeah, and that's like a fucking bananas question to ask anybody. Yes. So, so, so the police uh, say, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. And then, so they ask him to elaborate, and Jamie says that he was texting with a man named Chris, who said. He was in the CIA and was there to protect Janelle from her enemies, mm-hmm. which were Billy Payne and Billy Jean. And uh, this would be a good time to do a Nancy Grace soundbite. Yeah. Hey, Nancy, what you got to say? It's not really a whodunit to me. It's a why did they do it? Okay. All right. And so uh, Jamie then tells the police that Buddy Potter shot the young couple, Billy mm. Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth. Yeah, like Jamie really threw them, you know, under the fucking bus. Right he didn't there. do too well under investigation. He's not a good guy you want to have along with on a murder. Yeah, like the fact that like he negates eye contact. Mm-hmm. He and, buckled real quick. Yeah, he, yeah. he like just flipped like a pancake. Yeah, I mean, I would flip like a pancake immediately. Never. Uh, Bring me along on a murder because I will I will flip on you in a no second. Did. Ashley did it. <laughs> Cops thought that Buddy Potter was a very unlikely suspect because he he was a very sick man. He needed uh, oxygen to basically um, be Buddy, be Buddy to just like you know function. So like, what what was he gonna do? Bring his oxygen oxygen tank to the murder? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, police record Jamie calling Buddy, and uh, Jamie says, "You got rid of everything that was from Bills." To which Buddy replies, "Uh huh." <laughs> so this gives enough probable cause for the police to bring in Buddy for questioning. Buddy does not confess outright. But he starts to explain his motives as if he did murder uh, Billy Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth. The Billies. The Billies, yes. Billy squared. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to get fucking nerdy about it. Um, I bet they would have loved that as like a license plate. Billy squared? Yeah. I bet they would. They they. They were good May people. They yeah, yeah. May they rest May in peace. May they rest in peace. They seemed like pretty rad people. Except for yeah. they were cyberbullying Janelle. But were they really? We don't know. Yeah. We do know. But we're gonna get that to, <laughs> we're gonna get that to the we're gonna get there later. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh so anyway, um Buddy says something along the lines of they're harassing Janelle, threatening to rape her. He starts crying, and then the investigators do a very smart move and they kinda like switch gears. And they say basically like, uh, you know, are you a protector of your family or cold blood murderer? And uh, he was like, I'm, I protect my family. And he's like, well, explain that to us. And they get, get him to call his wife. 
And he basically says to his wife, Barbara, I was involved in it. I did it. Some of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And Babs was like, yo. Yeah. So she was, she was like, uh, she wasn't, apparently she wasn't like, uh, very surprised. She was surprised that he confessed. Mm. And she was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up right now. But, uh. She but, was, she but was like, was on a roll. Yeah, like it seems like Babs was the fucking Rizza of this whole thing. Rizza? He's the guy, like the top guy in Wu Tang. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because I talk about hip hop sometimes. Hip hop, you you fucking hip hop geek. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm reading a book called Original Gangsters. Oh yeah. And you should read it. Is it good? Oh, it's awesome. It's about um. The, the coming up of like NWA and Tupac and Biggie and oh, Biggie's yeah. murder and Tupac's murder. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, shout out to um, last podca- podcast on the left. And I wouldn't be reading that book if it wasn't for them. Because they're doing a whole thing on Biggie and Tupac's murder. Yeah, those guys are good. Shout out. They're really good. And we're shouting them out solely so we could basically tag them on this episode. <laughs> let's let's not hide our, our our fucking motives here. Oh yeah, yeah, because we are also nefarious. <laughs> nefarious, yes. <laughs> I like that word. Does it start with an N or yeah. is it infarious? Uh, okay. Nefarious. Uh, nefarious. Don't make me like spell it out loud, but I could spell it on paper. It starts with an N, though, right? Yeah. yeah. What does it mean? Like mischievous. <laughs> it, it means like mischievous. Okay. So Buddy's wife, uh, uh, basically. In this 2020 interview, uh, Buddy's wife says that he wasn't thinking straight. He didn't have his oxygen. He needs his oxygen to think straight. And when he doesn't have it, he just, you know, he thinks like uh, the people that were interrogating him were like riding unicorns and all types of shit. Uh, But based on uh, Buddy's phone call, uh, they execute a search warrant on... The Potter's house. Oh, yeah. And they find 60 plus guns. Plus a whole shitload of knives. It's also Tennessee. Yeah, it's Tennessee. Everyone's got mad guns. Everyone got mad guns. Oh, yeah. man. And like, but I mean, even for Tennessee, 60 plus guns is a lot. Yeah, but I mean, like, Buddy would wear his gun, like, gardening. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. He, <laughs> he, he, even when he gardened, he packed heat. That is a quote. <laughs> and then, um, also... Uh, they made note that uh, they had like a, a gun bullet uh, like bandolier thing over like one of the oxygen tanks. Yeah. Yeah. So even when he was like short of breath, he could, uh, you know, blow your head off. Did you ever shoot a gun, Ashley? I've shot a gun. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I went to shooting range once. It's pretty scary. Nice. What, uh, what type of gun did you shoot? Um, I shot a couple different kinds. It was scary? Yeah. It wasn't fun? Well, it's, like, kind of fun, but then it's also scary because you're just, like, wow, all these people here um, just, like, have guns, and it's just, like, they're loaded, and it's just, like, honor code and, like, trusting that no one's stupid. I hear that. Like, people, like, would accidentally shoot the ceiling or something, and it's, like, like, (laughs) wow, it's just, like, straight up luck that they don't, like, accidentally turn left and shoot, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. My my dad uh, is a big gun nut. And uh, he actually took us to a shooting range in Arizona. And basically everyone was just like super duper right wing, like fuck Obama uh, <laughs> person. One of them was a judge, which scared the shit out of me. But that was, um, that was in a judge or sheriff's Aparo. You guys know who I'm talking about? Oh, uh, the, the Phoenix sheriff, right? Yeah. Tent City and all Tent that. City, yes, yeah. exactly. So they were like... They weren't just protecting themselves. They wanted to get harassed so they could shoot somebody that wasn't white. You know, if I would have stuck around longer, maybe I would have been part of that uh, family vacation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know what that <laughs> comment means, Nick was Nick's my ex-brother-in-law. Yeah. Damn, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he used crazy. to be married to his sister. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and, and you guys and, are still. How does she feel about you guys doing a podcast together? Is that like no? She's so cool. Weird? About yeah, it. she's cool. Like, okay. and, and her and myself are cool. You know, it just didn't work out with us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they got 
joint custody of the dog and it's all set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and we're both better off for it. 100%. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) They also found pictures of uh, in the house, when they were doing the search warrant, they also found pictures of Billie Jean and her friends. And on some of these pictures, stuff was written on it. And one of the words was bitch. And uh, they found Barbara Potter ripping the pictures in half. Yeah, and the detective's like, whoa, whoa, just stop what you're doing right now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me of this HBO movie called The Mc. Martin trial where um, this, they do a search warrant and this guy's ripping up pictures of a guy giving oral sex to a lady. Never mind. Alright. So. <laughs> We're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, as soon as I started that story I was like, this is not going to end well. <laughs> but uh, I had to give it a shot. They also found three large garbage bags full of shredded emails. What? And altogether, there was something like 100 emails, like 207 pages, uh, between Barbara Potter and Chris, the CIA agent who's been writing them that uh, Billy Payne and Billy Jean have been plotting to kill Janelle. Chris said that he was watching the Potters every move and monitor... Fuck. You got this. Monitoring. Monitoring? Monitoring their online activity. Which, uh, you know, why is a CIA agent... Shouldn't he be in Russia making sure that uh, Russians don't have nukes? Yeah, or like overthrowing a South... There's a lot of CIA agents. There there are. Yeah, but they're supposed to be in different places. Like other countries. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I feel like with the whole CIA agent thing... In a small town like Mountain City... People are like, all right, yeah, there's spies here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, what do you think the CIA agent that's assigned to Canada is doing? I bet he's just eating a fuckload of poutine. That's about it. I I mean, what are you going to do in Canada, right? They're the nicest people ever. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) They're not that nice. Yeah. Well, Quebecois people can be dicks. Yeah. Yeah, French Canadians. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, I was in Montreal last weekend. They're just, like, not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> I once was in Montreal with a friend of mine, Eddie Bernard, and uh, we uh, spent, I think, 24 hours on the metro because nobody would tell us where the fuck we were going. And they all thought, they all, like, pretended like they only spoke French, but they did not only speak French <laughs> because I could see it in their eyes. That they knew exactly where we where we want what we, what we were saying, you know, and all we wanted to do is go to the biodome because we love that movie and we just wanted to go to the uh, you know biodome and say Viva Lost Biodome. But but and they knew they knew what I was talking about. They knew that we wanted to go to the biodome and say Viva Lost Biodome because we we're big Pauly Shore fans. <laughs> But and but they just they just you know they go oh we don't speak English but they said it in French and they that it's not true. Yeah, preach. Yeah, I mean <laughs> no, I mean yeah. It, well, the biodome's like on an island, I think. Well, no, it is though, right? In Montreal? Uh-huh. No. Uh huh. No. No. I don't know. I didn't go there. No, 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 no. I know. I made it. We made oh, it. Oh, yeah, you made it. We made it. Okay. Regardless that the fact that the population of Montreal did not help us, we know that uh, it's it's like a it's a biodome. It's it's a big it's a big smelly building with you know live plants and animals. I I would like to make a disclaimer that not all people from Montreal are terrible. Vanessa, that's to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. No, and you know what? Vanessa's um, a real match. No, no, I'm sure she is. And uh, I also, you know, I, 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 I just put my foot in my mouth all the time. And <laughs> and, uh, and and I'm sure people from Montreal are just lovely people. And I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, okay. So uh, they found all these emails from a guy named Chris, who apparently was from the uh, CIA... Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they did a little investigation and these emails were coming from the IP address of Janelle Potter. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. Not only that, but they were from Janelle's email account. So she was just sending them and then signing off Chris? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that you know. That's confusing. That's a little confusing, but then you have to think that, like, these emails were printed out. Like, who prints out an email? Like, I, like. Yeah, and they printed it out because Buddy was basically computer illiterate. Okay. Yeah. So, but the reason why it's confusing to you is because you're not an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Janelle invented Chris to convince her parents that she was in danger. Uh, She was basically feeding Barbara delusions, essentially. And uh, what ended up happening was Janelle was basically catfishing her own mother on the computer that they both used. Scandalous. Yeah. Savage. So it was like Janelle sitting on a computer, typing an email. Then Barbara would get on the same computer, read the email, and freak out. Uh, In the email, Chris would call Barbara Potter mom. Mm. Savage. Here's a little example (laughs) of the email. And uh, this is going to... um, And I want to credit this source really quickly. Uh, The godfather of true crime podcasts, uh, Sword and Scale, which happened to do an episode on this. Ooh. Yep. So so it's a slippery slope. (laughs) Slippery slope. No, just do what you're going to do. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to try to read it in uh, Janelle's little girl voice. Right. Now they want to hurt... And kill Janelle. She's the main one. There is a plot just for Janelle. This is... Is this... Should I continue with this voice? You know, I'm going to say no. No, I would change it. Okay, alright. <laughs> or you could, like, flip up the voice, maybe. Like, make it higher? Yeah. No. Sky's the limit. <laughs> now they want to hurt and kill Janelle. She's the main one. This is stupid. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to read it in my regular voice. Now they want to hurt and kill Janelle. She's the main one. There is a, a plot just for Janelle. So make sure she's always with someone and close. How have you been, Mom? Remember that this is supposed to be Chris, the CIA agent, mm. who's writing this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't care what they read or think. It goes to show that they are just evil and mean. And that... Baby was never wanted. And look how they treat it. I think maybe it should die. They Harsh. C- I know. <laughs> they come from the devil. Them two making the thing. They can't stand that Janelle was so pretty and so truth- truthful. Truth- truthful. Truthful? Truthful. 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 That's a mouthful. Well, you know, it's the <laughs> T-H plus the F, mm-hmm. which is a different th and f. Truth. Truthful. Okay. Yeah, you got this. All right. <laughs> and just a great person. Billie Jean is a good for nothing. She needs to put a bag over her head and breathe hard. Oh, wow. Yeah. That Thanks. is fucking harsh. In the email, they would refer to the baby as that damn baby and that baby needs to die. Well. Mm-hmm. What did the baby ever do to anyone? America's uh, protection. The agency. baby is proof of the love that Billy Payne had for not Janelle. The, that the Billys shared together. No, I think that they viewed the baby as the tether trapping Billy to not Janelle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think mm. uh, I think the baby was the one harassing Janelle, personally. Do you think the baby was also named Billy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was named Tyler. Okay, but yeah. anyway... Yeah. Uh, Janelle came up so Janelle came up with Chris the CIA agent with two from two places her dad claimed that he was in the CIA so that's one of the stories that uh, Janelle basically came up with although I doubt that Buddy was ever in the CIA personally well, well we never touched on this either and this is what leads me to believe that uh, Buddy was part of the CIA. 
is uh, my man, fucking detective, fucking Tennessee, uh, you know, talking about the crime scene. He I was, never got his name. Did you? You know. Mustache I man. Mustache man. It was I, a, I, one I, hell of a mustache. Dude, I fucking love that dude. Yeah. Like, his eyes are so fucking dreamy. Um, but uh, he talked about, like, the murder scene and said that it looked like a hit in the sense that there was mm-hmm. no evidence. You know, so that is what leads me to believe that maybe Buddy did fuck with the CIA. But didn't they say Buddy was in the military for sure, at least? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think Buddy was in the CIA because he was computer illiterate. Mm, valid point. You got to be able to type. In CIA movies, they're always in rooms full of computers. But to play devil's advocate, when he would be in the CIA, would be 70s? Oh yeah, because he you went to Vietnam. You think the CIA didn't have computers in the seventies? Computers have been around since nineteen twelve. Well, fuck me. I'm... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Did you just pull that out of your ass? Nineteen twelve. Yeah, I just. I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that I think the government had computers first. Yeah. So the CIA would have had them. I know that um you know from that movie that uh um Cumberbatch was in. Uh, oh, uh, imitation game. Yes. Yep. Turning. Turning. Yeah. So that was a computer, but it it couldn't do anything. You couldn't go on Pornhub or anything. Yeah, it, it, it just, like broke it just, codes. It just decoded German codes, which I think is kind of a bummer. You yeah. can't masturbate to German codes. If you get the right codes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the second place that Chris probably came from was Janelle went to high school. With a dude named Chris Jaden. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a good-looking dude. Yeah, yeah. He was a real hunk. Yeah. And um, this was not in Tennessee. This was, I think, Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah, wherever she... Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, wherever she lived before. Because the reason she felt alienated in Mountain City is because... She was not from there. Not from there. Yeah. And it's, like, a small 2,500-person town. Uh, when... Chris Jaden was notified that he was kind of caught up in this uh, murder investigation. He was in Delaware. Hmm. As he would be. Yeah. Delaware. Hi. I'm in Delaware. <laughs> Do you know the name of the movie I just referenced? I don't know it. Okay. Uh, Wayne's World. Yes. Good job. <laughs> Hey, I'm in New York. Let's get a gun and go to a Broadway show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bar- Barbara showed these emails to Buddy. Mm. So essentially what was happening was Janelle was manipulating Barbara and Barbara was manipulating... Manipulating. Manipulating. Manipulating Buddy. And uh, finally, Buddy decided that he needed to kill Billy Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth to protect Janelle. And he listened to help... Of Jamie Curd. Mm-hmm. So, um, after the police do a little bit more investigating, they come up with a theory that Janelle knew that Buddy and Jamie were going to kill Billy Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth from a series of texts they found. Scandalous. Yeah. So, on the day of the murder, 4.39 a.m., Janelle writes to Jamie... He, she texts Jamie, yes, he's leaving now, I hear the car. So police basically think that Jamie, uh, that that Buddy is leaving to pick up Jamie and that's what she's saying. Mm-hmm. On 440, at 4.40 a.m., she writes, I love you, text me ASAP when you get back. Four months after the murder... Janelle and Barbara file harassment claim against the victim's family, which how much of a garbage person do you have to be to do that? But anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, you know. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> it's like even if you didn't murder them, like they would think you murdered them by doing that, you know? Yeah, it's, it, it's quite nefarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nefarious, yes. Um, <laughs> Throwing that around willy-nilly. These days. Uh, it's, it's a great word. I think I'm going to use that in my personal life. Yeah. You should. You should write a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, by the way, was looking at her phone while she did that. So it just <laughs> makes it even more like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. So uh, prosecutors would uh, later use these type statements to prove that Janelle wrote the online harassment statements. 
uh, and the Chris emails. Because the way she wrote um, the harassment statement was they matched it up to the way she the Chris emails were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like sort of like Andy Warhol was typing them. No, no, <laughs> no, Nick. Okay, so um, at this point, they have enough evidence to arrest Barbara and Janelle. The trial of Barbara and Janelle, Ooh. three and a half years later. Uh, the prosecutor was named uh, Dennis Brooks. Oh, yeah, I love that dude. Yeah, he's great. And um, basically, he points out how the Chris emails were child childishly written oh god okay childishly written uh and and all the misspellings and all that stuff to the jury and that's how we proved that janelle basically wrote these chris emails the defense says that janelle lacks the brain powers to mastermind the murders using the she's fucking stupid defense or as (laughs) ashley likes to put put it is she retarded (laughs) (laughs) Uh, prosecutors said that Janelle basically was like if she couldn't have Billy Payne in her life no one could that makes sense yeah so I mean you know uh, every day uh, ex-girlfriends I I just think if I'm not with them I'm just kidding I'm just kidding (laughs) every ex-girlfriend I I ever had I mean Billy Payne was a real catch yeah, he was the only catch. Yeah. Only catch. Only in catch. Appalachia. Appalachia. Yes. Um, you know, just going around making moonshine. Uh, uh, racing cars. Racing cars. Starting uh, pornography magazines. Or feuds. Or feuds. <laughs> Fucking modern day Hatfield and McCoys we got here. All day, son. Yeah. Uh, the prosecution points out that the fact that the Chris emails uh, began when Billy Jean and Billy Payne got engaged. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, and uh, the last piece of ever- evidence, and this was a, a basically against Barbara Potter, was uh, she sent herself a link to a Billy Graham article called "Can God Forgive a Murderer?" Probably not. Yeah, and this was a, and she sent that to herself a couple weeks before the murder. A couple weeks before the murders, who had uh, searched, can God forgive a murderer? No, I didn't. You That's didn't. not me. No, I did not. I don't want anybody murdered. I did not do that. Maybe you know. I don't know. I would hope not. Do you think if you passed that you'd go to heaven? Yes, definitely. And with a clean conscience, I could die right now. I would feel good about it. I would go. I love my daughter. I love my husband. But I would not sit here and lie for them. You wouldn't take a hit for your daughter? No, not me. I love her, but I'm not going to serve life for her. No. And um, in itself, that's not damning, but it's as to the circumstantial evidence. I mean, why would she email that to herself? She also denies emailing it to herself in that interview. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just bookmark something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they deny everything. And um, the only uh, defense mechanism that Janelle has is to cry. Mm. And And she does that a lot. And she touches her lawyer. And she's like, I need to go. I need to go. And then the lawyer goes... Fuck it. Uh, she said that she didn't murder them, so we're good. And that's how that's how this 2020 documentary ends. Basically, yeah. So, <clears throat> so uh, basically, what happens to Janelle, Buddy, and Babs? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Buddy Potter was tried in October 2013, convicted of both murders. He is serving uh, two life sentences. Both Janelle and Barbara Potter were convicted of first-degree murder, and both are serving two concurrent life sentences eligible for parole in 2072. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Curd was the only one who kind of, he got the best deal out of everybody. Sure. Uh, For testifying against Janelle and Barbara. Babs. 
-hmm. Babs, yes. He is serving a 25-year sentence. He's going to be eligible for parole in 2019. And you know what? You guys should see if you can get him for an interview. Yeah, and you know once he gets out, he's going to be swiping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got it right on everybody, <laughs> which I do anyway. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, Jamie Curd, uh, out of everybody, is the only person. I, this might be this might sound awful, but if he got paroled, I I wouldn't be too upset about it because he got fucking played by yeah, Janelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did something she horrible. So, she was so. Sultry. She seduced him into some real bullshit. She was like the Helen of Troy of the Appalachia. (laughs) I wonder if in prison they let him wear sunglasses inside. (laughs) Well, um, as long as uh, the um, his cellmate who's ass fucking him is cool with it. Yeah, he lost his virginity then. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. So kudos, man. Yeah, not the way he wanted to, but hey, we beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) It might have been consensual. Who knows? I have a quick postscript. Yeah, lay it on me, man. Okay. um, After the trial, the assistant uh, district attorney general—I don't think that's right—the prosecutor (laughs) named Dennis Brooke Brooks, uh, the guy who prosecuted the trial. Mm-hmm. Published a book in February 2016 <clears throat> called uh, "Too Pretty to Live," which is about the case. Yeah, I thought that was my autobiography. Yeah, did you think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I I would read it. <laughs> and um, what happened was Janelle and Barbara basically uh, filed this appeal saying that there's evidence in that book that they did not have uh, during the trial mm-hmm. uh, and they deserve a new trial. And uh, the judge denied their appeal. So they're in jail and they're not getting out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And New, like, New York. Like uh, uh, Babs is like more than willing to like throw Janelle under the bus. Oh yeah. Yeah, she said she she distinctly says she would not take a bullet for her daughter. Yeah. She says I'm not going to serve life for my daughter. Yeah. Which uh, which um, is fair. It is think, fair. I don't think it's fair. <laughs> well, she's a she's a horrible mother. Yeah. And when push comes to shove, she sucks. Yeah. When she's push a, comes to shove, I'd say most of the characters in this story really suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them do. Except uh, the victims, rest yeah. in peace. Billy yeah. Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth. The Billies. Which, um, they were just, uh, they They're, were just people. They were just trying to kick it. Not, like, yeah, not being funny. They were just people trying to help this woman who seemed like she was having a hard time with life. Yeah. And they just wanted to be her friend and, uh fuck, this is what happened. Yeah. We hit it? <laughs> yeah. I think we're done. I think we hit it. Uh, yo, uh, Ashley, you got any plugs? Um, I have a podcast. It's called Hold On One Second. We're talking about Britney Spears. Ooh. It's about Britney Spears. The whole podcast is about Britney Spears? Yeah. And where, where can we find that? It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the whole roundup. The rigmarole. Yeah. And okay, so like each episode, like how many episodes have you done? Um, twenty-four. And Ooh, how nice. how long are they? Like an hour. What do you talk about? Britney Spears. I know that. <laughs> do you go through like year by year, or like I I just I couldn't imagine that there's twenty-four hours of. Oh, we're not even close to halfway. Okay, did you reach the <laughs> point where she shaved her head? No. Oh wow. Yeah. I love me some Britney, so I might check that out. Check it out. You know, <laughs> when I go jogging, mm-hmm. I like to listen to Toxic. It's a great song. Go it on. is a fantastic song. It's so fantastic that I'm going to sing it right now. Uh-oh. Do you know that you're toxic? Anyway, sidebar. But, uh, you fucking dork. I know. Nick. <laughs> yeah. Like Everyone pe- knows <laughs> that you're the master of hip-hop trivia. Well, <clears throat> I, I think it's funny when I'm, like, on, like, 
the subway wearing like Jordans and like a fitted hat, but I'm listening to like French pop music. You have Jordans on? Oh yeah. I mean, here they are, here. My fresh J's. Nice. Murdered out. Those are Jordans? Yeah. They just look like Nuggies. Well, Nuggies are Jordans. Then that's not true. Like Jordans are a specific. Type. Like those are just all Nikes. All Jordans are Nikes. Not all Nikes are Jordans. <laughs> there you go. That's like an SAT question. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to answer it correctly. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Aaron, you got some sweet plugs? Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, we do a show in Jersey City at Pet Shop called What's in the Box. What's in the Box? What's in the Box? What's in the Box? <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a, what's that actress's name? Gwen. Gwen Paltrow. Gwen Paltrow's head. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Instead of that, it's comedy that's in the box. It, yeah. It's comedy that's in the box. <laughs> it's not a, um, it's, it's not a lady's head. Uh, but anyway, we do it the first Wednesday of every month. Usually we'll have some sort of uh, sketch. Yeah. Yeah. We always it. play videos at the beginning yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, really uh, bring the crowd down. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, you know, Nick directs and edits these videos, and they're fucking awesome, because he's a very talented director and editor. Oh, boo! <laughs> oh, shut up, Dan. You're so modest. Let me finish up with the plugs, I guess. Yes. Uh, all right, check us out. Uh, Loveisamazing.com. Follow us on Twitter at loveisamazing. Yo. Um, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, all sorts of... Podknife. Podknife, Overcast, all, all, all this craziness. Yeah. Um, big shout out to, um, our editor, Anua Levine, and, uh, Isaac Stryker for the theme song. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we're piecing out, man. Oh, I have one more. Oh, you got... Our unofficial sponsor, Beautyland. Oh, yeah, Beautyland. Big ups to Beautyland. Yeah. Did you, uh, hey... We all we all have accidents in our lives, right? But you know, it's like uh, does murdering somebody make you a bad person? I don't know, but what I do know is you need to get the fuck out of Dodge. Beautyland can help. How so? Because it's a wig shop. <laughs> Your own mother won't recognize you, so uh, you know, like maybe she shouldn't have, or he or she shouldn't have said what they said. It happens, right? People murder people. It's all but, love. Yeah. Go get a wig and get the fuck out of Dodge. All right. Well, kids. Uh, oh, yeah. And shout out to like all our listeners across the world, which is like kind of fucking crazy. But anyway, peace. All right. See you later. Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.